Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Abrazo Football Podcast. We're back at you with another episode on a sunny April morning. Brooks, how you doing, man? Good, man. The weather here has been amazing, so sunny April afternoon for me. You know, sunny here. The weather's noticeably warmer. Only issue out in Utah these days is uh, it snowed so much this season that it's melt like all the snow's melting in the spring and you can't like do any like people's houses are getting flooded like we our soccer season was supposed to kick off this saturday and fields are like just too wet to do anything like i went to one field to try to practice like the other day in my neighborhood it was like a swamp like like just like you're like stomping and splashing i felt like it was in the everglades i was like it's not even worth like you get like you just get dirty from running like all the mud flicks up on you it's like i don't feel like dealing with it's like british football in the 80s exactly yeah marshes yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it was a disaster like i was but we actually did my team we did have a practice yesterday i was like guys if if the fields are like this when we play like i'm getting a red card within 10 minutes of kickoff (laughs) It's so like I like when it's slick, I just like sliding at people and like, you know, amateur refs are just like, Oh yeah, that you're sliding. Yeah, that's yeah. a card. Oh, you're sliding again, that's a card. Like, oh, like we don't know what the rule is, it just looks dangerous. So uh, I had a ref be like, Oh, your hand was on the ground. I'm like, My hand was on the ground. Yeah, so you get a card for your hand touching the ground and, and leaving the ground. I'm like, I didn't leave the ground. Like a hand touching the ground is irrelevant. But anyway, I'm interested. These people are crazy. When you play in a swamp, so what cleats do you wear? Because basically, I feel like everything you have is is either unreleased, uh, hard to get, worth hundreds or thousands. So what do you what do you play in when you when you when you're in swampy marshland like that? Um, I honestly don't know what I would probably probably an old pair of tempos to be honest yesterday though I didn't care I just so I did the uh, Nike IDs for the uh, Phantom GX or whatever they're they're called I was like I don't care I'm playing in them that's but I got two I got two pairs though I got two pairs so I was like you know one just like to hold on to maybe give a kid later on but I was like I don't care I'm just gonna play in them because they're not like a release they're like just customs, so it's like no yeah, one cares about it. Yeah, but still fire though. Those colorways that you did were amazing. Are you nine and a half? What's your shoe size? Um, in cleats, I wear a nine and a half. Okay. Okay. Typically, so I mean, I, well, that's the weird thing, dude. I feel like I used to wear so like just regular shoes. Like, I mean, we're here for the people, and these are on the floor right here. So like a regular pair of shoes. He says regular. He says regular. <laughs> Some Christmas edition Grinch Kobe sixes. That's a size nine. But historically, oh, wow. when I would go get like a pair of Mercs, I would wear a size 10. But like two seasons ago, I like the 10 seemed too big. So I started wearing a nine and a half. But there's been times where I've gotten a nine and it's just like too tight. Like I need like room to maneuver. What about you? Yeah, I'm just so actually a few years ago, I was always 10 and a half. But in, in yeah, in the vapors, I would get a 10. But the same thing happened. Like suddenly I'm now like a nine and a half or 10, mostly nine and a half. So wait, you'd get a smaller size in your vapors oh, yeah. than you would? Uh, yeah. Oh. And, and, yeah. So it, because I love it to be like sock tight. If there's if there's any, any like sh- any room for my toes to move, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Even in running shoes, oh, okay. like nowadays, you like, like I have tight. to have, I like them very tight. And that's probably where a lot of my foot problems come from because my shoes have always been so tight. But I love it like that. Like I, I remember feeling like, I'm tripping over the toe box because it was like a, a you know a ten instead of nine and a half or something. Like yeah, I have to have it very tight. Huh? That's so crazy, man. I yeah. Like I feel like let's see, was it the Superfly? Um, I want to say it's like the Superfly Sevens that I actually got in the size nine. Was it the Sevens? I think it was the Sevens. No, maybe it was the Six. It was. Remember, we were talking about this the other day off camera. The wolf uh, gray and pink. Um, ones? no, you the off white ones. The you remember you oh, said you sent me the off white yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, was yeah. so obviously I didn't get the off white ones, but it was those that one, the Macario Superfly Six. So like the launch colorway, yeah, the orange ones. I was like, Hot. I need them. When the drop happened, they didn't have my size. They only like they didn't have ten or or nine and a half. So I was like, I'll just get a nine and see. Man, those things 
destroyed my foot. I only lasted like two and a half games and like I tried to like wash them and like stretch them out or but like it didn't work out. So like uh, they look horrible because like they like went through the washing machine and like they had like the iridescent like finish on them and like all the sparkles like ripped off. So they just look horrible. But like they look like I played like three seasons of them. I played less than three games. They're just in a bag. That's so somewhere. funny. Anyway. No, I can't. Right. I got, yeah, no. Nah. Even like those like next vapor percent or whatever, like I got a yeah. size, I got a, I got a 10 and a half, I think in those. And I have to wear two pairs of cushion socks because they ha I, I need them to be. So the other ones I have is, is smaller, but yeah, anyway. He needs it. He needs it tight. I need like Aren't a track shoe. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't do it. I, I need, like, I need space to even double sock. Like when it's cold, I need to double sock. Yeah. So if there's not a little bit of space, <laughs> we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Just throw on some grip socks. I won't slip though. All right, man. Well, enough, enough about that. Let's get into the topics of today. So first things first, let's start on a, maybe this is, maybe, no, this actually might not be a positive note for you to, depending on how we look at it. But let's talk about, you know, a, a, a record in the Premier League um, in terms of goals scored in a campaign. And, I mean, this probably isn't a question to anybody, but stranger things have happened in the world of football. The question is, Brooks, do you think Erling Holland is going to break the Premier League record for goals scored in a single campaign? Yes. Yes. The athlete, obviously, the answer is yes. He's at 32 the um, record is 34, if I'm not mistaken, and he's still got eight games left. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, <laughs> if he just scores a goal every other game, yeah, he breaks the record. Honestly, if he keeps up his current track record of three to <laughs> a game, I mean, he's, even two, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna break that in. They're one game in hand that they have over Arsenal. So, yeah, this is, kid is is amazing. Should this be a surprise to anybody? I mean, now that we're nearly entire, you know, that we're 30, 31 games through, no. But when he first came, I think that it was a surprise. And I think that what's happening now is everyone's kind of just gotten used to it. It's like, oh, he's, yeah, he scored another two, which is kind of sad for him because it's a remarkable thing that he's doing, especially at his age, first of all. Second of all, first league, first, first season in the Premier League, he came from the Bundesliga, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, third, he's playing with a Pep team that obviously they're always going to be very good, but he, Pep is not really the kind of guy that goes with an out-and-out -out striker. So we were all kind of like, I wonder what the plan is going to be. So it's just, I think that everything about his season is remarkable and like needs more applauding than it, than it's than, it, than it's even getting, and he's getting a lot of of, of recognition. But it's it's incredible. So yeah, I'm surprised that as he's kept going because I was kind of like, What's this dude's got to? It's got to stop at some point. Like Jamie Vardy's stopped. Um, mm -hmm. Even Wayne Rooney's stopped in that season. Like there's been a yeah. lot of guys that have kind of just been like, all right, the gas is out after like 10, 12 games or whatever. We're 30 games in and he's still running the show. So it's amazing. Yeah, yeah or it's or like teams like figure him out. They're like, okay, like yeah. this guy Rooney. This guy, like, like any any of the great strikers of the Premier League, like Suarez, Drogba, uh, Daniel Sturridge. Who else? Who did you say? Oh, Jamie Vardy. We can't believe the people's champ, Jamie Vardy. Chat get banged. But uh, yeah, it's like the defense and the team just they're like, yo, this guy's gonna hit us over the head for two or three goals. So like, just no matter what, lock this guy down. But Erling Holland's out here just. Sh shaking guys off yeah like, it doesn't even matter like you know what he's gonna do and you can't you just can't stop it yeah you can't he, stop, you can't he's stop basically him. ibra in in it's like ibra but like with a team and a coach that knows how to utilize him because he's got the same build the same like speed the same muscle like this guy is so strong and he can outrun anyone it's it's unbelievable to see though yeah i don't know if like we want to get too far into it right now but did you hear what Tyrion Reese said about him I mean, he said a lot about him. So I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, was it after the Champions League game? It was after. They... Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, how he was like they. I think they asked him the question was like, like who's better, him or Mbappe? And, and and essentially the answer was, you know, when I would get frustrated with my teammates, Arsene Wenger used to pull me aside and be like, Hey, would you make? Do you believe that so and so? let's say at the time, Ashley Cole can get you the ball in the same manner that 
Dennis Bergkamp can get you the ball in. And he's like, no, it's too different. And he's like, okay, so then why are you making the same run when different people have the ball? You need to be smarter to think, oh, it's him that has the ball now. I know that I'm going to have to do this and this to get to those positions to get the ball. And so the yeah. point that he was bringing up was like, so far, Holland doesn't do that. And can you just imagine when he does start to do that? When he does start to be like, oh, okay, like De Bruyne and I can be literally on the bench and still he'll find me. But, you know, maybe with, I don't know, Jack Grealish or whatever, like the story's a little bit different. So once he starts to figure out his players a little bit more and and how to kind of outsmart, it's it's just like unbelievable what could happen. That's crazy. Yeah. So who who so who's who who did he say was better? Holland? Oh, obviously he said Mbappe. No, Mbappe. Oh, okay. French going to be French. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's no wrong With, answer currently. There well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you you look at you look at one guy who's playing under Pep Guardiola on a team that's built strictly for winning games and they figured out how to use Erling Holland. And yeah. then you turn your attention to one Paris Saint-Germain. And that's all you really need to say it. Did you just, <laughs> that's all, like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, you know, one team, I mean, they're like, Sergio Ramos is a superstar, but, oh, you know what we should talk about real quick, though? Uh-huh. I, I know you probably saw this rumor, speaking of PSG, about the, the Ashraf Hakimi drama. I guess it's not drama, but did, have you seen what they're saying about his current financial situation? situation? Yeah, financial situation. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Or care to elaborate for the people at home that might not know? As I understand it. What it is? <laughs> as I understand it, if Hakimi wants to go out, drop a couple thousand at the Louis Vuitton store, pick up some sneakers, maybe a bag. Mom, I'm Mama. at the store. These shoes are 900. This bag is 13. Can you wire me some money? So he's, he's not, I mean, and to go back deeper, it's a very sad situation, obviously, as what's happening or what had happened and now what's continuing to happen. But his soon to be ex-wife was like, all right, I'm out. I want half the money. He was like, bro, I don't even have, I don't even have the money. So, oh, it's kind of. What money? Yeah. (laughs) He's like, what you 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 talking about money? (laughs) We ain't got no money. We don't have any money. You got the money, honey. Yeah, you're the actor. Mom went to go straight to my mom, which yeah, is that is like kind of a smart thing to do. Uh, whoever figured that one out, but yeah, I mean the whole the whole like the whole personal situation of the Hakimis is very sad and tragic, not to mention the other uh, party involved. Um, however, yeah, evidently Hakimi does not control his own money. It goes to his mom. His mom controls it. Um, which is wild. I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, yeah. Yo, that's crazy. And then like, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it is crazy. And I mean, this, this is, this is all I can say. Like, yes, it is unfortunate. And whatever Hakimi, Ashraf Hakimi did or didn't do in his home in north of Paris, you know, it, it, it's a little bit crazy. But it, to be like, all I'm saying is like his wife, I think she's like 34 when they got yeah, married. Yeah, she's older than him quite a bit. She, yeah, and he was, I believe he was 22 at the time okay. he got married. Okay. I feel like she probably should have known that her 22-year-old soon-to-be husband probably wasn't financially illiterate enough to be handling the it's- tens of millions of dollars that he would be receiving you know, he he probably signed a lot of his contracts when he was a minor. So, you know, like, I don't know, like, what the, what, like, who's considered a minor in France or in Spain or whatever, or, like, how his contracts are set up. But, like, a guy that young, like, you just got to think, like, yeah, like, this guy probably doesn't own anything because he's literally a kid. Like, I'm not yeah, knocking just for one, a young boy. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. Like, yeah, she want a young husband. That's all good. That's yeah. that's not a problem. I'm just saying you you probably got to understand that this man doesn't own much more than the shirt he's wearing. You know, just you know, it's a nice like, shirt. Yeah, It'll be a nice shirt. <laughs> It'll be a nice shirt. So I just thought that was I was just like that's crazy. And like it may be the media spinning. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's not even really after the money like that. Maybe she's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. like you're you're a cheater. Maybe like you want different things and 
we just got to break up. And then like in the findings, they're just like, oh yeah, by the way, like he, this kid has nothing. Like yeah. he forfeited everything. So maybe like, you know how the media is. They're just like, oh yeah. Like yeah. money hungry ex-wife right. after everything shockingly finds out he's working. It's like, no bro. Like she also, she also has her own money. She's got her own. Yeah, definitely. She, yeah. She has model her own money. actor so, like, here in Spain, like very well known. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, it's probably not even like that all the way. It's like, she's probably just like, yeah, we're getting a divorce and, you know, like, what, what, like, wh how are we going to do this? Yeah, you know, so how are we got, We got kids, yeah. we got to figure this out. And it was probably yeah. like, oh, well, like, he doesn't have anything to his name. She's probably like, whatever, that's fine. Like, just give me custody of the kid. Right. Or kids, I don't know. Do they have one kid? They have two I think kids. It's two I don't kids. Know. Two, two kids. Give me custody of the kids. And, uh, you can keep the house in, in Paris. We're going back to Spain. Peace. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, but the moral of the story is, is that, I mean, the, the point, I guess, is that we have recently, the media has found uncovered that Hakimi does not own or like the money doesn't go to Hakimi. Goes to yeah. Mom. And it's like, yeah. And my take was like, at first I'm like, that's shocking. And then like, I was like, actually, no, it's actually not. It's actually smart that a kid yeah. isn't allowed to like have direct access to like, let's just say, 80 million yeah like i think he i think i don't i heard i read somewhere that psg gives them a mil one million euros a week He's i got a million know. a week i that's what i read somewhere i don't know if that's true i mean even let's even say let's just even say a, a more normal amount but like yeah even 10 million a year like that's a lot of money for any <laughs> any just barely not a minor or he's not just a 22 year old when he signed the contract person. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just looked it up. It's about, it's about a million a month. So okay. he, so he's getting about 12 mil, 12 million euros a year. So that's still, I mean, second year at PSG, he was at Inter getting money. He was getting money while he was at Madrid. Like Dortmund. it's not like he, he yeah. Dortmund. Yeah. It's not like he didn't have money while he was, you know, a kid. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, anything else to say about that? I just, yeah, it was just interesting. The way no, these but, things happen. And, and yeah. And uh, obviously just wish the best to, you know, everyone involved, the family, everyone. So the, but the other thing that I wanted to bring up was that you had brought up Mbappe, um, how he's like in this a project that changes every couple hours and there's a new coach here and there. And like that, I saw a stat where Inca it was like Angola Conte has played five different games under five different managers this season. But like, I mean, nice. <laughs> that's crazy. But we got to give credit to, to Mbappe for being as good as he is under literally a different manager almost every single season that he's been in yeah. PSG. So consistently, consistently the same from Tuchel to yeah. Galtier, to Punch, to, uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Was he there with uh, Emery or no? My, maybe. Maybe that was before his time. Yeah, I remember. But anyway, always someone different. All right. Well, moving on in other news. Um, Burke, so I don't know if you saw this. And let me let me just make sure I got get this right. I believe it was in the Copa Italia. Um, Juventus had a match against um yeah it was the Copa Italia semifinal Inter versus Juventus uh apparently the Inter fans no excuse me get this straight black and white the Juventus fans were doing the monkey noise at my man Big Rom right giving uh. them the, the monkey chants and you know they had gone to the ref the ref's like I don't know you know just waves it off whatever late in the game Concede a penalty. Romelu Lukaku converts the penalty and hits him with his signature celebration with the, the shh and the salute. He did it. He that's his celebration. He's been doing it all season. Ref gives him a second yellow card. He gets For that? ejected. Yeah, get, get, gives him a second yellow card and he gets ejected from the game. You know, he didn't even protest it. He was just like just sh shook him off and just walked off the field. And like you can still hear the fans like. During the walk up take, the penalty take, they're making the monkey noises. Before, all during the game, they were doing it. 
after he's walking off, they're still doing it. You could hear it. You can see it. Yeah, it's everywhere. And like Juventus is like, yeah, we have like these state of the art cameras. Like we can find the people. And like they found the the people, and they're like, oh really? They're like, yeah, they're they're like, we're gonna give those guys like, I think they gave them like a one year ban from the Juventus stadium, which I'm like. That's weak. But, like, that's not, like, I mean, obviously, we have a problem with people making monkey noises at people. Like, that's obviously racist. But the crazy part to me was the ref. Like, this, you, like, I feel like as a ref, you should be conscious of, like, what players do and don't do. And, like, you should know, like, this is his signature. That's like, a celebration. In <laughs> FIFA 24, that will be his signature celebration. That, like, that, like they give players their celebration. Like, his celebration will be that. So, it's, like. He does what he does every time after he scores and you give him a card. Like you didn't give him a card last weekend. You didn't give him a card in the league. Like he's never gotten a card for this. It, so like, I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, and like, they like, they like intermade an appeal and they were like, yo, like this is his signature celebration. Like he wasn't trying to per- provoke any fans, but like, even if he did try to provoke fans, like the game should have probably been abandoned or stopped. And like, if all he does is just tells the fans to be quiet, like just, that's yeah. like that's provoking. Like he didn't like flip them off. He didn't like grab his nuts and like shake them at him. He right. was just, you know, worst case scenario, he said, like, stop being racist. Like, is that worth? Like, is that? So anyway, I just wanted your thoughts. That's all. Just I feel uh, like we missed it last week or the week before, whenever it was. Uh, but yeah. I mean, obviously, that's a super upsetting and frustrating thing to hear because it's 2023. Um, Romelu Lukaku has dealt with this everywhere he goes, too. It's like, obviously, you know, we know that racism is still alive and rampant and awful and terrible. And this is one of the things that I mean, we talk about people talk about Italian football like is gone. It's lost. It's dead. It's it's in the dark ages. It's not keeping up anymore from the stadiums to their sponsors to yeah. You know, the transfer windows, they're not buying anyone. Uh, and this is one of the reasons that Italy is going to continue to suffer. Like, it's always, it's not always, but oftentimes it's Italy that that is doing these. I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, but it's... It's everywhere. But it seems like Italy gets it's pretty more bad, yeah. bad press based off of it. And, yeah. Yeah. So when something like this happens in England, which, because it does, these bands are banned for life. From the stadium, yeah, they're, they're, it's a, it's a lifelong ban here in or yeah. here in Italy. In Italy, they're giving them a one year ban from the stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's terrible. First of all, second of all, I just googled uh, Lukaku celebration. You can see Lukaku celebrations doing the same thing in a Chelsea shirt, in a Belgium shirt. So the fact that this guy doesn't know who he's refing and his yeah. celebration is, first of all, pretty awful that this guy has no he hasn't even done homework like you know that they're supposed to know the temperaments and the celebrations and uh the styles of play and all this stuff of, of who they're refing. but the other thing is what's so bad about saying stop being racist if he did yeah. i mean if that was how he interpreted it there's no way that there's no reason to give a yellow card like there's a say no to racism banner behind you you're probably wearing a fair play shirt as you're refing yeah. this guy so what are you what are you carding him for even if was, you don't understand inciting violence or he was he was uh, agitating the fans but uh, oh, now that, that 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 made that i had another i had a follow up question for you now and i just forgot dang well let me know if you think about it because keep going okay because um these are i mean these are the type of things that i i mean i feel like for as much as we can also you could bag on any league or whatever, but England gets a lot of hate for the way that I don't know VAR is and this and that. But I think that they do a good job at making sure they find out who's being racist or who's throwing things or whatever, and then dealing with the correct punishments. Um, for the most part, I don't you know I don't know I don't know if uh, maybe I've missed some things, but I feel like whenever it gets heard of they're pretty good at finding them and then the police are going to find them way later once they find out who the crowds will because they all have the cameras to do this yeah they take it seriously they like people seriously. go to jail in the uk yeah. for that kind of stuff yeah like they get made an example of yeah oh, but yeah man. so it's sad to see I that happening remember. it has sad to see that happening especially one of the more um advanced clubs in italy because this was oh, at yeah. juventus right yeah i think so yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it was because i'm 
Uh, actually, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't remember now. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was. Juventus but fans. you Juventus um, is down bad this season anyway. Yeah, in all sorts of ways. Yeah, but it's sad. I I I did not know that. I mean, I'm and it's it's also upsetting because. I feel like I hear nearly everything when it comes to the news about football. Yeah. It travels and it gets to me. And how does something as important as this, like, not make headlines, not get on, I don't know, Bleacher Report football or goal or. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't covered. Yeah, it wasn't covered that much. I know, like, ESPN did, like, a segment on it. Okay. And then I think Talk Sport did a segment, and that was, like, the only two publications that I saw cover it. And you, you know, those talk sport boys, they're like cranky, cranky. So like, they were mad. They were like, they were like, this is what I was going to say. Like basically every, every goal celebration could be, you know, inciting, inciting the, the rival fans. It's like, I score a goal and you know, I hit him with that Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. That's upsetting. You know, if I pull up my pant leg and point to my hamstring, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yo, check it out. Um, you know, you know, you know, Ibrahimovic, you know, put, put, put the hands yeah. out, you know, like what, like, it's like, I scored a goal. I want you to be mad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm goading you to like, try to do something, yeah. but like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm flexing on you. Like, it's not meant to be humble. Like no goal celebration <laughs> is meant to like, well, like the the fears of the opposition, like yeah, yeah. You, you score a goal and you do this. You say I'm your, you know, you're my son. That's yeah. Um, that that you're supposed to be upset about that. No one, no. Anyway, that's all. I'm just like you. If that's like their interpretation of the rule, anyone that celebrates a goal should get a re- a yellow card. Yeah, you no, know? that's a good point but, because like even when I mean to your point of doing the Ronaldo, like when you're playing against Ronaldo, or like when Bukayo Saka does this when he's playing against Rashford, like. These are things that, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, it's just a part of the game. It's like, 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 it's not that serious. Like Marcus Rashford isn't going to fight. No. And they're friends. Take it to celebrations, you know? Yeah. But still, it's like, yo, bro, like, I got moves too. Like, you got moves checkmate. (laughs) But speaking, speaking of fighting your teammate or your friend, we got to talk about this is turning into a drama show. We got to talk. We got to at least talk a little bit about what people are making it, you know, seems like might be like, you know, the uh, scandal of the season. What's going on in Bayern Munich, Brooks? Leroy Sonic got a fat lip. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I was shocked to hear that it was that it was um, Sadio Mane because you all you hear about Sadio Mane is. How good of a guy he is, how level-headed he is, how much he donates. He still got the broken iPhone. And yeah. I was like, I had to read it a couple times because, like, you said off camera, you're like, oh, so, you're like Sane and Money. Like, I get them mixed up. I get them mixed up too. And so I was like, like was no, it Sane that punched yeah, Money. I had to have read that wrong. Sane that punched yeah. Money. <laughs> both of them. I love both of them. I think they're incredible players, both of them. But it was a little bit. I mean, it was very shocking to hear that Sadio Mane punched Leroy Sane. Yeah. Um, so and then yeah, they put his picture of his of his face up in it. I mean, obviously, if you got punched in the face, you're gonna have a busted up lip. It's gonna be a fat lip, but it was pretty. I mean, obviously, he hit him. So yeah. So, but like you said off camera, like this is somewhat normal stuff. It's somewhat normal behavior for teammates. It's very normal. It's very yeah. Like I think what we're saying off camera is like any like any sports. Like if you watch any sports movie. Like just a Hollywood sports movie, like whether it's Remember the Titans or let's just more recently Ted Lasso, you know? Yeah. Series on Apple TV Plus, uh, you know, uh, Grid. It's just I, I don't want to talk about too many football, American football, but just anything, even like all sports teams in the locker room, it, it can go down and anybody can get touched. And it's it's just I feel like it's just, a you know, it's just a part of the game. Like I like. People like we're not even pros. Like people on my team, like we'll get in fights. Like mm-hmm. guys will be cussing other players out on the field, coming off the field, like smashing shin guards, saying like you need to do better. It's like all right, guys, break it up. Like we're not getting paid for this, but like you know, we, you get what was what was the game? It was uh, they. Oh, it was the Champions Man City League. game. Yeah, yeah, they got smashed up by Man City. Like I see why you might you know you feel like a player didn't pull his way. You might want to put hands on the guy, and I don't condone violence. But I mean, to be perfectly clear, like 
This happened at Bayern Munich two seasons ago with uh, Goretzka and Boateng. They put hands on each other. It was a big old bust up. Like, I feel like this happens all the time. And like, most of the time you just don't hear about it. But I guess yeah. Bayern Munich, they're letting stuff out of their locker room. But like, <laughs> all, all, I mean, like people can, you, I feel like you can look at this two ways. You can look at it one way, like, oh, like this is crazy. Like they shouldn't be fighting until you like put a camera in any locker room and you realize like them boys be fighting. But then you could also say like, if they're fighting, that means they care. Like, do you want, yeah. like, given the choice, like, do you want guys that are, like, so passionate that they're willing to, like, go to blows? Or, like, they just going to like, be like, yo, yeah. you know, you want to talk, you want to, you want a Grand Potter? Meh. We'll try harder <laughs> next time. Nah. I want to shake, I want to shake you up a little bit. You know, come grab you. You know, you might want to retaliate. I don't know. What's your thoughts? I, I just feel like, I'm not saying, like, I condone violence, but, like, it's not like it's just it's it's like it's like in in hockey like people fight that that they just allow yeah. you to fight in hockey <laughs> against other people but like I'm like people fight all like it's a physical sport where testosterone blowing like people are gonna fight against each other on the like when it ha I feel like the only thing I'll say is like if it happens on the field I feel like that is a disgrace but like if you fight somebody in the locker room or in the training field I'm like yo that's just that's just a part of the game man it's a part of the game it happens it should it happen no. But, you know, people also shouldn't go in for two foot slide tackles and break people's ankles. And it happens and it's just a part of the game and you got to deal with it. Like, it's not it's not like breaking news, in my opinion. It's like the only reason it might be breaking news is because it's Sadio Mane. Like, like yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. What, like maybe one of the nicer guys right behind N'Golo Conte. The last guy, like if you had everybody on the on the on the Bayern Munich team, you're like, OK, which one of these guys punched Leroy Sané in the face? Mane's the said, last person yeah, you're gonna yeah. pay. Who who would you say said, punched him? Yeah. I would say Kimmich. I either either <laughs> Kimmich or Goretzka, dude. Those two yeah, boys yeah. are like insane, like warrior type, like 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 like, like I, you look at Kimmich and, and you look at his, you're like like there's a couple screws missing. Yeah, I don't this like to look nuts. at his eyes. Like Yo, I don't like to nuts. see. <laughs> I love Kimmich though. He's he's nuts. He's probably a horrible person, but like I would love to have a guy like that on the team. Like just an absolute insane like n mental patient of a person <laughs> yeah 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 no i mean Oof. yeah i'm with you i mean i don't obviously don't condone violence but these are things that happen and i mean it's so much happens so, so much that like you said is depicted in 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 films and tv shows it's like you you see that you see the anger even boiling up on pitch on the pitch from time to time so yeah i mean you you hear about training room bust ups locker room bust ups like you know, Wednesday morning practice bust-ups. Bust These are kind of just, I mean, when when you're competing at the highest level that you possibly can, and especially for Sadio Mane, when he specifically came to Bayern Munich to win another title and to win another Champions League. Yeah. This, and they were getting dismantled by one of the biggest rivals that he's had, the biggest rival that he's had in his career. Bro, up the until biggest now. rival. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, there was a lot on the line for him, both personally and professionally. And I, I obviously don't condone violence or hitting people, especially your teammates. But the anger with with people definitely happens. I mean, it happens yeah. in a household. It's going to happen in a team. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was just shocking that it was Saudi Atlantic. Is that's uh, the crazy? Yeah, that that's the crazy part. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Um, I even thought I was like, well, maybe he was trying to break, you know, break something up. But and then it, I don't know. I was like trying to rationalize it in my head. <laughs> Well, I just want to know how it went down. I just Me want too. to know what what exactly happened. Like, like did he like say something? Like, did I like the, honestly the way I could see it is Leroy Sané probably was like, "Man, your German's not even that good. You shouldn't even be here. Go back to Liverpool. They need you." Or like, I I could see like Leroy Sané like he has that chip on his shoulder, and he also played for City, so maybe yeah. it was like. Him like, oh, like you too scared. Like, I don't know. I could see like them just like Leroy Sane saying something crazy. Okay. <laughs> Cause he seems like the kind of person that would like, like, if you look at his Instagram, he looks like he's the kind of person off the field that would say something crazy to you at the club and then like have his bodyguard handle it for him. So I could see him saying something crazy to Sadio Mane and Sadio Mane just snapping. <laughs> That's like, a good like, point. Yo, get him off me. Yo, get him off me. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to do it. And then, you know, you see, yeah, I, I like them both. I'm a fan of both players. So, I got, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. on and off jerseys. the field, I like them, uh, like, of course. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I like, yeah, I mean, Leroy Sané is a cool guy. He's always, he's always got the, like, the latest in fashion going for him. But yeah, that's a good point. Like, he does kind of seem like the guy that would say something and not uh-huh. be able to defend himself because he yeah, thinks walk, that you would never. Yeah, just walk by you say something <laughs> yeah, slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a little hair in a ponytail. Walk by you say something real slick. He probably said something about his hairline that triggered him. I'm just thinking, Leroy Sané, a bad man. That's crazy, though. He probably said something extremely disrespectful if Sonny just, or Monty just snapped. He was on him like a pack of wolves. The whole locker room was pulling him back. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Sadio Mane. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yo. That's funny. You said, okay. you said something about his hairline. I got to write that Says down. Don't, 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 don't. That's going to be a short. Don't. No, 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 Monty's gonna come for me, man. Monty, don't come for me. Don't punch me in the face because I can't take it. Oh, dang. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right. Well, Brooks, we got anything else on the docket for today? Any, uh, you know, we just, you know. Uh, uh, no, but I just have a question going back to that racism incident in, in Italy. Oh. Like, I just Uh-oh. wanted to know, like, if you, if you feel like there's anything, obviously that ref should not ref another game, but... Is there anything aside from that that like uh, the leagues aren't doing to to curb this kind of thing? Uh, I mean, we've seen it years and years, like bananas thrown on the field and Danny Alves. That's yeah. like the equivalent of Dan, of getting a yellow card to Danny Alves. No, that was that. provoked. He was pro- he provoked. <laughs> That's provoked. Yo, he but... provoked the living life out of those people. <laughs> he peeled that banana. He took said, a "Let bite, me have this real quick." Threw it over his shoulder and took that corner kick like he like he's like it was planned. Like like he needed the potassium. <laughs> that was crazy. That's like one of the all time best re- re- reactions of football history. Danny Alves already one of the greatest to ever do it. That just put him over the top. I love Danny. But what th- well this so I I was I was thinking about it. So like UEFA is like notorious for like rule enforcement, right? Like like there were some gloves like Nike had like some uh some gloves some goalie gloves that they put out like a few seasons ago and the Nike check I guess like that went across like the top of the hand was bigger than like U- UEFA regulations so when players went to play in the Champions League with those gloves for that season and I don't know how Nike missed that but they just had to put like tape over the Nike symbol because uh-huh. the logo was too big like you know how it is like Juventus for like some seasons, like when Nike made their kits, they forgot to like put like they had the stripes, they would forget to put like just like a block in the back. So like they had to like do like makeshift jerseys. Like you see it all the time. Like yeah. shout out footy headlines, like all the different like you can just go to footy headlines and look at like UEFA rules and see all the times like they've made teams like change like Inter Milan. Like they're they're awake. Oh kit. yeah, that one. They they yeah, the one that had like the Atlas on it, they made them change it. Like there's or or even like uh, this one, my like one of my favorite Inter kits of all time. Like they didn't let them wear this in the Champions League because they were like, "There's too many colors or something, something crazy." Like there was like I I think there was also like a Portugal jersey. No, it was the Netherlands. The Netherlands had a jersey for uh the 2018 World Cup. No, it was France, and it had one sleeve was red and one sleeve was blue, and the body was white. And they're like, "Yeah, you can't do that. Like we need symmetry. Like there's no symmetry. They need sim." So anyway, I'll, I say all that to say. They enforce all these rules like crazy, but the minute somebody does something racist, they're like, oof, like, I know we said we were going to, like, call the game if this happened, but just, you know, just, 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 just let it go. Oh, like, I know we said there's going to be, like, harsh penalties for these players, but, like, what you guys think, like, what, a year? You want to do a year? Okay, that's fine. Like, I feel like, like, they enforce everything, but, like, they're like, yo, like, we'll put the badge on there, like. You know, yeah. actually, does you, yeah, they, or they just have like the little banner before the game, but like they don't actually do anything. They're just like, yeah, like, yeah, this doesn't really affect us, yeah. you know, and none of the, like, you know, we can't call it the, you know, the Etihad Stadium, it's Men's City Stadium. We don't want to give them money unless they pay us, but like, you can be racist. It's all right. You know, we'll <laughs> shake it off. We'll shake it off. So that's all. I mean, I I think like I think they should do more. And I just I mean, I don't I mean, obviously they don't I feel like I don't know why they don't care. Like I like do they not want to alienate certain parts of the fan bases? Do they get 
money? Are there is there is there like back channels? Are there lobbies that are saying like, yo, like let fans express themselves however they want to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what you asked anymore. I just know all, all I know is it's a mess. And I feel like yeah. the old like I feel like the only way to like actually make change would be like and like I know like what I think people will say is like what I think the change should be is just like if that section right behind the goal was being racist like that sucks but the penalty is like whoever like if you can find those people like you got to give you got to give them you got to give them a lifetime ban and then you got you got to penalize the club for you know not being more forthright and be like yo like we don't need racist fans we don't want racist fans we don't want you like when you come in the stadium like on the pa system be like yo like do not be racist like drill it into your people's heads so like this whole section it's empty for the next 10 games that's revenue that you're going to lose and that's that's money you're gonna like season oh, tickets that's a good point season t- season ticket holders are in there you're gonna have to refund them like that's like in like that it sucks because one person can ruin it but that would also incentivize other people like if you see somebody being racist yeah. next to you you're like, like yo like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna like shut it down or yeah. i'm gonna get you out of here before exactly. it becomes a problem because i don't want to miss games because you're a bigot so I think mm-hmm. like the only way, like you, the, the I feel like the best way to do is like make the player, like the fa- other fans feel accountable and make the club accountable to where like it hurts. So like no money and no games for everybody in that section. Like I, I'm, I can promise you if I'm a season ticket holder and the guy next to me starts making monkey noises, I'm elbowing yeah. him in the mouth yeah. and telling him to shut it up because I don't want to miss games because you, but. So that's what I think. What do you think? And I know what people are going to say. People are going to be like, yo, like if like, say I'm, I'm a, I'm a Milan fan and I want Inter to get penalized. I just go buy me a blue shirt, show up to the next Inter Milan game, make monkey chants and get them in trouble. So I feel like, like, I feel like you, there, there, there's an opportunity here for like some sabotage if you want it to, but like also like, I also feel like no one would want to like be banned from soccer for a year just to like. Just make to, another just to fan take, yeah. base. Yeah, I'm with you on so. that. So I think that, I mean, yeah, definitely you're onto that. I think that first of all, like um, the, the, the we've seen refs get fired for far less for having a pretty oh, bad sure. game. So this ref should yeah. be fired. It should be made a uh, made a made uh, an example of. But the other thing, I think you're totally right. Like, I think that I think that they need to ban these people, of course, Ban them. Find the find the club. Don't let them um, sell those. Continue to sell those seats if it's continually coming from the same section, which I'm pretty sure it is. And you can find that out because you know you have the cameras these days to do that and find out who they are. Yeah. Um, but also to your point prior, like the the reason that you can't take off your shirt to celebrate anymore, they say, and maybe there's some truth to this, is because it's in some countries it's like not polite or something. It's like it um, it's offensive. I don't know which countries those are because they've never said that which ones. But in when it all comes down to it, what you know is that what happens when you take off the shirt is they don't see Fly Emirates anymore and they don't see Qatar Airways anymore and they don't see the Nike sign when they're celebrating and going crazy for one of the greatest goals because that shirt is off and these pictures are going to get snapped and snapped and snapped. Yes. So I think that it's about the money. That's I never thought no about that. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, you late bet. I didn't even get that. That makes sense. So I feel like none of this really going to change until you get people that really care less about the bottom line and more about the human life, the human aspect. Um, yeah. Honestly, like it's things like this that make me it's it's almost becoming too often now, like at least once a month. I'm like, man, do I really want to be a part of this culture that's that's surfacing from like european football i I don't want to be like whether it's allegations of sudden thing or or racism or i it's vandalism and i'm just like man this is just something's gotta get yeah gotta gotta people people are crazy yeah last thing i'll just say about the about the shirts off though i i don't know like you said i don't know what country it's impolite because pretty much any soccer match i've been to across the globe there are several people in the stands that are blitzed with Not their wearing shirts a off. Shirt. <laughs> Just chanting away. Yeah. No shirts. So I'm like, I don't know what country it is, but it's not it's not those countries. 
Yeah. Because you look at the stands, they aren't wearing shirts. They show up with shirts, they leave them without shirts. Sh- shirts Last night, yesterday, the I saw ground. the Newcastle fan. His shirt was off, and he had NUFC tattooed on him. I was like, this is insane. Jordy I, for I had, life. Crazy. I had to rewind to make sure it was an actual tattoo and not just a marker. That's crazy. I missed that. That's crazy, though. Yeah. All right, Brooks. Well, before we go, let's wrap it up. But uh, okay. before we go, just let me get a prediction from you. Just in this, I hope you don't get mad about this. No, it's okay. How you feeling? Is our Arsenal going to hold on? Technically, it's still in their hands. Can Arsenal hold on? So I just want to go through with you really quickly. Arsenal, their 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 remaining fixtures for the for the season, and I want you to tell me what you think is going to happen. Okay, are you prepared for this? So I'm <laughs> yeah, just gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just so they're they're we're we're just going to assume Man City wins every game here from here on out. Okay. So there's a one point deficit between Man City and Arsenal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the, the, their fixtures. And you tell me who's gonna, what you think the result's going to be. And I, yeah, and so I we're assuming that they're one game in hand, they're going to win it. Man yes. City. Yeah, which yes. means that they'll be one point behind Arsenal. Yes. Which means yeah. Arsenal cannot even draw a game. Yes. Okay, here we go. Friday, Arsenal, Southampton. I mean, listen, you would think that Arsenal would easily win that game, but they can't beat Everton, who's bottom of the table. They can't beat West Ham, who was 15th. They so, But I'm going to say, yeah, win. They're going to win this game. I think they're going to come back from the sloppy form they're in and win on Friday. Okay. A week, and then the next game after that is a midweek game on a Wednesday? Man City. Yeah, they're not winning that. <laughs> is it at home? It's at, it's at Arsenal, right? Or is it? It's it. No, it's at City. It's at City. Yeah, they're not winning that game. It's at City. That's when they okay. lose the tape, the league. That's the final. That's the league final, right there. That's the league. That's final. the yeah, league no final. Question. Yeah. I hate that it's on a Wednesday, though. I hate that it's on. Yeah. A Wednesday. Why do they do that? I mean, I mean, they couldn't tell the future a year ago when they made this, but yeah. Yeah, like I'm just. I feel like I'm not even going to be able to watch that game. What's the date on that? The 6th of April, or the 6th of May, May 6th. Oh, of the Man City game? Yeah, Man City, wow. Arsenal. Oh, no, I'm, excuse me, April 26th. You'll be here. Excuse no, me. you'll be here a couple of days later, right? Yeah, okay. I, I won't be. Yeah. You'll be in Europe, though. Yeah. I, I'll be, I don't, honestly, I don't even know what, yeah, I'll be somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know. I think I'll be in Iceland. Maybe okay. I will be able to watch it. Maybe we'll just be, like, chilling. Um. Okay, then they got Newcastle. That would be that's, a tough game. That's going to be a tough game, but I think they could beat Newcastle. They drew to him last time and should have won. I think that they'll win. Brighton. Man, Brighton. I'm loving what they're doing, but they have they have not had much of an issue with Brighton ever. Um, so I think that they'll be able to win that game. Chelsea. No offense to you, but obviously nah. Chelsea's not had a great season, but it's games and seasons. It's games like this that Arsenal lose. Um you know, Man United could be worst in the league and they would probably still lose to Man United just because they have some mental lapse when it comes to these big six teams. But they're better this year than they've been in years past recently. Honestly, I think that'll be a tough game because Chelsea fans and Chelsea, I don't continue to see them keep doing this bad. So and yeah. and, and they need a win and they need to start pulling pulling their weight. So that'll be a tough game. I think to probably draw, but where is that? In London or, or it's obviously London. Is it at Chelsea or uh, Arsenal? Oh, you know what? I don't know. I already okay. closed their schedule. Man, I hope that I hope they can be if they beat Chelsea and finish second, I'll still be happy if they don't continue to lose other. Okay. No, well, I want okay, them to so win, but they you... won't win the Wii League. Okay, so well, let's just let's just let's just look at now. Let, now let's contrast that. So, so Arsenal definitively only have those eight games left, right? They're they're no longer in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, no yeah. longer in any of the cup competitions. Yeah. Right. Right. You contrast that with Man City. Now, they got a, a second leg of the Bayern Munich match. True. They got a semi final in the FA Cup. Dang. Their game, their match against Brighton has been postponed, so they'll have another game in hand. Jeez. They'll have two games in hand moving before. So ahead of the Arsenal match on the twenty sixth, they'll have two games in hand 
um, that they'll have to play. And then the rest of their season does look pretty, pretty straightforward though. West Ham, Fulham, Leeds, Everton, Chelsea, Brentford. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all know that you, that city want the champions league and they're probably going to win the champions league. Uh, at least I hope this is their year to win the champions league, but they're not losing any of those games in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, like I agree. I don't I don't I don't see them losing. Like the only game that they could possibly like the only like of those games the only two there's three games that they could lose possibly in my opinion. They could there is a chance they could lose to Arsenal. There they like it's probably it, it's it's unlikely considering, you know, Arsenal's current form, but yeah. they could lose yeah. to Arsenal. That's a, that's a possibility. They could lose, in my opinion. They could also lose or draw or at least drop points in some way against Brighton Hove. I think that's yeah. a possibility. That kid, that like, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not sure. I'll just say the guy that wears number 22. I don't know his name and I don't know where he's from, but that kid is fearless. You know who I'm talking about? No. Google, go to Brighton and just look at, at their roster and look at player number 22. He's a kid. He's fearless. I mean, most of the team is fearless. But that kid, like he scares, he scares me. This kid, I don't. I should. I should look at his name too. I don't even know what his name is. Let's see here. Wiki, wiki, two new two. Uh, I don't. Kauru Mitoma, Kauru Mitoma. Oh, Mitoma. The is the he's Japanese. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah, yeah. Until right now, he, he has like a degree me. in. Yeah, he has like a. He wrote his like thesis on dribbling. Yeah, exactly. Yes, this kid. He he scares me. This yeah, kid is incredible. a. He is a. He's a demon. He's not gonna be at Brighton long. I don't think. <laughs> I tell you that, yeah. yeah, he. I mean, we should have went for him instead of Mudrik. <laughs> what, what's up with the recruitment, man? This this guy's the real. Like, why did we should have got him instead of Kukurea? Like, this kid is a game changer. I mean, the there, wrong, there's the lots. I mean, Brighton. there's lots of good players at Brighton, though. Like, yeah, McAllister. I mean, McAllister, Casado. I even like their uh, Lewis Dunk, the captain. Their Dunk, defender, yeah, like, man. Dunk. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Even the, Sully March. Sully March. Even with all of these guys, not all of these guys, but every year they sell like their best player, and they're kind of like still like turning into to Dirt to Dortmund. They're yeah. able to still to still sustain, and that coach yeah. that coach scares me. That coach you don't want to mess with, bro. Uh, you have seen when the uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and stare you down too. If, if any of the opposition yeah. players do anything to him, he'll stare them down. Remember what they did, and then do it to them next time, or do some some nasty next time. Oh, you want the ball here, and he, yeah. and then just laugh. Oh, love it. Shout out to Deserby and the whole yeah. bright. Shout out to all the seagulls at the AMX Stadium. You know. So anyway, all this to say, um, who's winning the league in your City. from your? Okay. I I think City. I mean, I still do think City. I was never one of those Arsenal fans that were, not to say that they were delusional because they had every right to think they'd be in the league, especially keeping it for this long. But being an Arsenal fan for so long, you know that they are better than in recent seasons. Dad doing this, but they do. They will. They will let something slip up, and it, it's happening yeah. now. Two weeks in a row, they're letting two o two o leads slip away. Bro, it's just, I mean, I'm not, a, obviously, I'm not an Arsenal fan. All, that's just frustrating to see, though. Two games they had signed, sealed, delivered. This is where the Jose Mourinho, this is this is where the Jose Mourinho tactics yeah. come in. Like, And I think back to, like, when he returned to Chelsea. And, like, I, I still remember, like, living in my old house in the basement early morning wrapped up in a blanket with the jerseys all spread out on the floor in front of the TV because I don't want any bad juju and like <laughs> watching him just like park that bus and that ball was just pinging from side to side in the midfield and and teams were just like chasing him around getting fush just getting frustrated no one was trying to shoot they were going to corners just holding the ball Eden Hazard like ducked down just you know boxing people out and I was like this is hard to watch and I'm about to have a stroke but they won those games 1-0, 2-1. And I was like, they did what they had. Like, it wasn't pretty. And, like, you think back, like, okay, like, it's 2-1. It's, let's lock this thing up and just 
keep let's let's just play keep away one big game of keep away we don't need no one needs to go into their third at this point just close the game and i'm not criticizing mikel arteta i'm just saying it sucks no i'm with and you because when you're 2-0 and but to your to contrast that when you're up to nothing in 12 minutes within 12 minutes i mean it's hard it's hard to say all right stand back now guard the house you know park the bus but i'm with you like at this point i wish that, <laughs> i wish that 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 was a tactic that Mikel Arteta knew how to draw up but i just think that yeah. he's so aggressive he's so pep-ish that it's just he's gonna keep playing and he's gonna keep going forward which is admirable and you like to see that as a soccer fan of of, of like watching football um yeah. but you also want to win the league and you can't let these things continue to happen exactly all right well, well i guess you know T tbc to be continued we'll see yeah. but uh you know all of the best i hope arsenal can figure it out but Same. you know if not second place you know listen i'll be happy with second place i'll be upset they don't win the league obviously but after two eighth place finishes i'd be happy to see them finish second get back in a champions league get some extra money spent and try to get over the top next season I don't know, man. I almost also feel like, though, if they don't win it this year, it's going to be another 20 years to get the chance. I'm no, negative. No. I'm pessimistic right now. But No, bro, listen. Here, here, The reality of the situation is if they don't win it this season, they're not going to win it for a long time. Because City, yeah, that's what City, I think. About to, City about to have it, it buttoned up again for another five years. Yeah, another, this is the, you have to win it this season because you're going to, it's not, City's not letting go of this. They're not letting go and... You know, they're signing Jude Bellingham in the summer and probably a few other guys that play for like Valencia or Celta Vigo that, you know, they're 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 probably gonna pillage all the best players from like the middle of the table in La Liga, guys that have ties to Catalonia, and it's gonna be on again. And there's yeah. nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing it's just it's like the momentum at the top, like I want to play for Pep Guardiola. Then you got Erling Holland, and now his, his his little brother, Jude Bellingham is probably like Liverpool's already said we're not out. So yeah. it's either are you going to Real Madrid or are you going to Man City? Well, you're probably gonna go play with Erling Holland. I mean, if like if I was Jude Bellingham, I would go to Man City. Like you don't because you can't go to Real Madrid and then go to City. Like I feel like no. that's moving backwards. So you go to City. Then you both go to Real Madrid on freeze at some point and just keep it moving. That would actually be a great. That would be a cool story. I hope they do that. But Look, I would like Jude to see Bellingham outplaying at City to start every week. I mean, he's not going to start every week. So who? Like... Well, he, he no, he'll start because Ilki Gundogan is gone. He his contract is over in June. And as a nineteen year old, do you think that that would be the move that City and Pep make is to get him right now at the the current if the, level if they were if they were smart they would get jude bellingham right okay. now i i personally think like he he single-handedly like destroys teams in the bundesliga from from the midfield and marco royce is only there like half the time yeah, yeah i yeah. i like i like obviously like i'm like the biggest jude bellingham fan on the planet but i think they would i think he would be great like I think that that would be the only move that would make sense for him because I like Madrid would want him, but like Madrid, it's different because like Luke Luka Modric isn't going anywhere, Cruz isn't going anywhere. They got Carmavinga, they got Chuamini, yeah. they got Valverde. Not saying that I don't. I think Jude's better than all of those guys, but that's still you got to fight Chua for your place. Even I listen. Okay, I put okay, Jude okay, at the top okay. of the list. Okay. I, I like all the all those players I just named too. I'm a fan. I'm a big yeah. fan of all five of them. Yeah. But Ilkay Gundogan's out. He's leaving. Yeah. He's not signing an extension. I don't think they offered him an extension. Okay. He's going to leave on his own terms. You come in that midfield. That's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's a good yeah. look. It's a good look for everybody. I think yeah. that, like if like I know I mean Pep, I mean he'll sign the English player of I mean he signed Jack Grealish. Yeah. He doesn't have an English bias. No, Plus, definitely. also, that's like one, yeah, you know, he likes... But it's just he's so him. young, I feel like. He's so young, but nah, yeah. So is Erling Holland, though, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. You know, they were because they were both young at Dortmund and they like they won. They won a trophy at Dortmund together and they were both teenagers, I think. That's crazy. But yeah, Jude Bellingham's like a kid, basically. Like how old is, is he 19? Is he, he is, is he still really 19? Yeah. It's so weird. Like he's like he's a kid. So like and then how how old is Holland? 22, 3? Is he that old? Yeah, he's 22. Okay, well, I mean, he's still a kid. I, I stand by my words. He's still a kid. I mean, he's three years older than Jude Bellingham, but he's still a kid. I mean, he's a kid. He's a kid. He's a kid, and he's single-handedly making men look like kids <laughs> in the Premier League. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's actually a shame. He's This should be a crime, what he's doing in Manchester. He I'm here for the records, booked. though. I'm, I'm excited to see it. No, dude, I love, I, I just, I, the way I see it, like, you, like, people are like, you think back to, like, the Alan Shearer days when he was, like, scoring goals like crazy, or, like, you hear about, like, Pele or Maradona, it's like, I never, like, like, I knew who these people were growing up, but, like, you didn't really appreciate it, and, like, with the latter two, you, I never even saw them really play like that, so it's like, to see somebody, like, we saw Messi, we saw Ronaldo, but now to see, like, another generation of, like, guys that are going to, like, like we when when Messi and Ronaldo came through, we're like, oh, we'll never see this again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, yeah, we about are. to see it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're 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 seeing it again with Erling Holland and Mbappe, and it's it's just like I think like how scary like when either one of those or even if both of them end up at Real Madrid, which I don't know, that sucks for Barcelona, but it's going to be scary. It's going yeah. to be like devastating just because like like a man like someone that can score let's just say 40 goals in the premier league you First go to season. spain yeah, yeah. Spanish, 60 goals <laughs> he's worth 60 goals because you're playing no offense espanol is not going to be stopping you yeah, dude, you're getting, like, double gonna... hat tricks yeah <laughs> you're getting double hat tricks and then like yeah anyway you got anything else you want to add before we wrap this one up? No. All right. Well, it's good. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we will see you uh, in person, Brooks. We'll see you in person next Can't episode. We'll be shooting live in Barcelona. Perfect. All right. Bye, guys. Peace.